Hey guys, welcome to the Tantan Podcast. This is a space where my sister and I have bi-weekly conversations about growing up and just whatever life might throw at us. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy this one. Hi guys, how have y'all been? Hope that you had a good two weeks since our previous upload, staying safe and stuff. Today we have a very special guest. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, he just can't keep quiet. <laughs> yeah, new person, new person. I, mm-hmm. I promise I'll keep quiet, sorry. Alright, I'll keep quiet. Yeah, like, uh, excited. Or like, yeah, I am pretty excited to meet, like, Callum. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite funny, like, there was this time where my sister was texting me, like, oh, like, someone wants to join our podcast. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it's interesting to see how this episode will go, or how, like, I just like talking with a new friend mm, um, and getting yeah. to know each other. Yeah, maybe um, my sister can explain a bit more or like yeah. how she met Callum or how did this become? Yeah, how did this British person sort of end <laughs> up on, on this podcast uh, talking to two people from a different part of the world? Let's. I think that might need to be explained. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Callum is a vegan content creator actually to be honest i don't know much about you this is actually our first time talking so it's actually very interesting yeah but all i know is i think you've been creating content for like two years i i tried to do some background research you know um aka stalking (laughs) um and i think you quit your job a few months ago to become like a full-time content creator right yeah okay he's giving me the i'm giving you the thumbs up Um, yeah yeah and like, I'm not sure how I found him on social media. I don't know whether it was through somebody else sharing his stuff. I remember I found his videos very entertaining and his recipes very approachable and simple. So I think I followed yeah. him. Yeah. And then I was like obsessed with his videos for a while. I kept watching like <laughs> all of his videos and then I shared him on my story. And then um, he actually, f- you actually followed me back like almost straight away. Yeah. And then you were just very supportive. Um, and then we yeah. have not spoken since. <laughs> No, we haven't. Yeah. Um, I've been keeping a watchful eye because obviously um, when you shared my first, I, I don't know what recipe you shared, but it was something where I was just, obvi- I, it was one of my, I don't even know when, it was probably the beginning of this year. And um, I really liked the style that you did. And um, mm-hmm. for me, I don't follow a lot of people. I don't reshare a lot of people um, for mm-hmm. the sake of, if I shared everyone, then it's not really as well really it's like you could get say the same thing from everyone and I like finding new people that uh, actually uh, put effort into what they're uh, putting out there as well as that mm. doing something different so um when you shouted me out I looked at your page I was like oh my god this person's brilliant and you're on like five <laughs> three or four thousand followers on Instagram at now yeah yeah and, I remember um, like I had very little I still had very few followers at the time yeah and um and I remember just seeing it and going, this needs to go places because this is this is insane. Like um I think you, if I'm right, you already had a presence on TikTok, but I didn't realize yeah, this. Yeah, but, I did, I did. Yeah. Um, but your stuff is just like the way it was shot and the way you um the way you put yourself at the first point in on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really like the style and like it's completely different to what I do in terms of like I'm shouting in the camera trying to make yeah. a joke and things like that. <laughs> yeah. You say like um I think it's like Amen, we thank you. Uh, something you say something like um Yeah. You, you pray, you pray yeah. for yeah, yeah, you pray yeah. for the food. And um you're like a really sweet content creator. So I thought, oh, oh thank um, you. keep an eye, keep an eye and see where it goes. And now you're probably having the most mental time. Like what is it? You're I don't know what you're on. T- uh, is it four hundred thousand on TikTok? Uh, yeah, I've. Er, I'm think I'm reaching four hundred fifty k. That's insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's actually, if you think about it, it's actually a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this is the thing. It's like um, we're built to not believe that's a lot because loads of people on TikTok can have like millions and things yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you put those people in one space, that's a lot. Yeah, of people. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that lot. is insane. Um, and now like forty, forty-five on Instagram. You are. Yeah. But it yeah. just goes to show that, like, it doesn't matter about the number, really, at first. It just mm. matters what you're putting out there. And I felt like you put out something really nice and special. Um, and, yeah, it goes to show that you are doing brilliantly. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad, uh, when, like, uh, I've been listening to your podcast and just sort of... I keep... I'm silent. I just keep a like, watchful eye over what people are doing. And then I just thought, mm. oh, let me see if I can actually wow. get on this and have a chat. Yeah, I was so surprised when, like, you texted me. I was like, this is so random. But I'm like, like, sure, like... I actually didn't even know that you listened to the podcast. I feel like 
if somebody ever listens to the podcast, I always feel it's like a different feeling because the podcast is something that you cannot see my face and like you are really there to listen to what my sister and I have to say. So like it feels different. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And also, it would be um, I it'd be weird of me to sort of go ask to go on this when I hadn't listened to it. So yeah, yeah. it's a bit like um, it's a bit like why would like I I'm a, I'm clearly a fan of it. So like um, mm. I uh, I thought you know what let's let's see what could happen. And uh, uh, I think this is like is this the first proper guest you've had minus your brother? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. first proper guest. But yeah. Um, that's that's essentially me. I do the same thing as uh, Kristen, except I mm. uh, I talk really fast. I uh, <laughs> try and make sure I can make recipe in under well twenty minutes or less, mm-hmm. making sure it's completely vegan and uh, have fun with it. And I feel like that yeah. is the whole ethos of me, uh, just making sure that whatever you're doing, you're you're having a good time. Um, and yeah, that is me to a T. And we can uh, obviously get right into it as you might say uh, <laughs> and yeah and we can yeah we can chat so we usually start our like episodes with sharing how our week Lovely. has been who wants to go first yeah but i think it was pretty interesting like um because i'm not in like the content creation scene mm-hmm. but i think just to add like i feel like callum has a very extroverted like personality like how he portrays himself on instagram and i'm not sure if you're on tiktok i, I am I am, but mm. just not as not. It's it's doing well. It's doing all right, but yeah, um, I'm more on Instagram. I feel like Instagram, yeah, your Instagram's your main. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was just really interesting, and I think what stood out to me was like, I think I was reading or looking through your your story about your Q and A, um, just to like get to know you a bit more. Um, AKA stalking. Yeah, I mean, not really. <laughs> Yeah, but like, just make sure you're not a like a suspicious person, you know. No, no, not at all. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm very, so... I'm, I'm hopefully very kind. <laughs> yeah, so I think okay, the thing that stood out to me was like how you mentioned that when people think about vegan food, or like they they want to think about you. So I think you have like that that goal in mind, or like that vision for yourself, which I thought was really like interesting. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, that is a goal of mine, I guess, in terms of um, hopefully in the UK, but maybe the world eventually. Um, I, I like to have a big aim on what I want to do. And I feel like um, more importantly, um, and this is all uh, up for discussion, but in my opinion, the best kind of um, cooks or the people that we actually remember, are the ones with a personality and a sort of edge to them or a yes. story that really gravitates towards us. Um, yeah. So um for me it's people like jamie oliver and um joe wicks is one we have in britain who's obviously big on personal training meets cooking um mm. we have bosch um we have a few others i think gaz oakley is there um, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe a fan of you have, but yeah. yeah i follow him yeah and uh shay george i feel like is like an upcoming one mm. that like you're really like i mean he's doing i feel like he, he represents the asian space like yeah but not only that his his um i mean his stuff blew up so quickly but um with with him what really um gravitated me towards that was um a bit like what you did in terms of you put yourself at the forefront and you um you made recipes that uh you could only make if that makes sense so it's very uh he's um he's obviously uh is it taiwanese cooking yeah yeah he's taiwanese Taiwanese cook um so his his recipes are coming from that um viewpoint as well as your viewpoints more Malaysian and obviously mm. um bringing in more Asian cuisines and whatnot um with the occasional uh like difference in terms of um like if you're doing uh I don't know like a Biscoff something I doubt you do that but point <laughs> being is that I, I, I don't think is... I've ever had Biscoff before uh, no, that, you know that's what? why that's why we need like both of y'all like the like cuisine is doing the like Asian stuff and like yeah, Callum's yeah, yeah. doing the the I don't yeah, know, UK. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'll do everything. Part. I'll do everything. Yeah. Uh, but I just need to make sure that I'm respecting culture at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. How was your I week? Mean... <laughs> I was gonna talk more about you but sure. Oh yeah, no, honestly, we we've got time. We can chat as much as we want. Yeah. I mean I, I'm more interested in like hearing your story, like as someone who I think to those of our listeners who don't know, um, like Callum actually quit his job recently to kind of pursue content creation. Um, like, like what he's doing now, basically, if you go check Instagram. So like, what were you doing before? What did you study? How did you transit 
why do you transit basically your life yeah. story <laughs> okay um we will we'll keep it short and sweet as well because mm-hmm. um i mean obviously i will go into detail as much as possible but um really i started um well my interest i've always loved the internet so i love uh content i love seeing youtubers go from naught to millions and i love like i grew up with like people like um i used to watch ksi and i still watch like them regularly um Mm -hmm. mr beast is quite a shining example and like um logan paul to an extent you can you can take Mm -hmm. bits and pieces (laughs) of him and go he's all right in certain aspects um uh cooking wise there's obviously a lot more in that space and youtube especially um matty matheson's a cook i love but point being is um i love the content creation space and um i always had that love and um I never really found a niche to use it in so I didn't want to be a person that sort of made trendy videos or like comedic videos because as much as I I could be considered funny I'm not like a person that's gonna say do situational comedy and I wouldn't necessarily like to um and what happened with me was that um I think this is about six years ago um I uh I really wanted to focus on healthy eating because at the time I wasn't eating very healthily. So I wasn't really watching what I was putting in my, in my mouth. And, uh, I didn't have any clue of how to make a dish or, um, cook in the slightest. So, um, with the help of my mum and like cookbooks and YouTube videos, I learned how to cook and I sort of, uh, understood what food did what. And I Mm. took that sort of, I well, took the ideas that I gathered and made uh, my own recipes in terms of just not to put out there, but just to um, just to eat. And uh, this was non-vegan at the time. I was obviously eating healthy and non-vegan and whatnot. And uh, I lost uh, quite a bit of weight, which I was happy about. I got into exercise more. I started feeling better about myself. And um, this was all fine and dandy until about 2018 when I was at a barbecue and uh, I went to this barbecue uh, just with no care in the world, just sort of ate, ate uh, what was there. So fish, meat, a bit of chicken, um, halloumi. I ate all these mm. things, just not even uh, thinking <laughs> about where I know where or what it comes from. Are you vegan, by the way? Uh, no, I'm not. No. All right, no worries. I, will, I uh, was. Yeah, I was she vegan. Was. Was. I've made your mouth salivate then. But point being is um, <laughs> I was eating all these things and just not thinking and sort of going, oh, this mm-hmm. is lovely. Uh, I, I like, I love this. So was doing all of this and there was a person at the barbecue who um I considered to have quite a good physique and look quite healthy and I was like oh I like sort of knowing about what people do and what's their like regimes if that makes sense like I'm not looking for I'm not obviously going to go up to him and go what's your 30 day workout plan um (laughs) but I just wanted to see what he ate and whatnot and uh, he explained that he had a back injury and uh, mm. he went uh, fully plant-based or mostly plant-based um, mm. and he gave all the reasons behind it. So from there, I thought, oh, this is interesting. Let me mm-hmm. give this a go. And mm. I thought if worst case scenario is I do it for a month and after that month, I start feeling really tired, lethargic, and I just feel uh, very deflated. And mm. if... Um, if that does happen, I can just go back to eating meat, fish and dairy. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I didn't. I actually felt more energized. I felt like uh, a bit better in myself. I started, I didn't actually lose or gain momentous weight like I thought. I thought I was mm-hmm. really going to lose loads of weight and I didn't. Um, and um, one thing I would say is that um, it really helped me understand that we didn't necessarily need the food that was marketed to us. Um, So I spent, yeah. yeah. So I spent like a good year just sort of uh, being vegan, just enjoying life. And then uh, eventually in 2019, I made recipes on Mm. on the internet because I thought at the time there were people there, but they weren't necessarily helping me because all the recipes were either family based. So at the time I was the only one who was vegan in the house um there was also they were also very grand so like um it took about uh 45 minutes to make a recipe or it was like you needed x y and z ingredient you needed Mm -hmm. to get like uh black salt or things like that and it's like uh that's nice and all but not many of us can get it so um i thought oh let me uh 
let me see if I could help more people with this kind of cooking. And um, mm. yeah, um, over two years, I sort of made content. I didn't put my face on any of it at first. It was all very make the food look good and things mm. like that. And uh, eventually I put my face to it, got my personality out a bit more. And uh, with that, I just sort of uh, had a go and kept making stuff. And we're at this point where there's quite a few people following me now, which is very nice. Uh, I no longer need a job for the moment, um, mm -hmm. whereby I'm paid via brand partnerships as we speak through uh, content. And uh, eventually the aims are to create more uh, mediums or cr um, be in different areas with the same goal. So, for example, um, my goal is making people cook healthy meals that are vegan in a quick time frame so that people can actually um, enjoy plant based cooking and not mm. feel like they have to do it. Feel like it's um, not feel like it's very a chore, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and yeah, um, my goals are just to make that happen in different ways. So, like, whether it be in a form of a, a shop or a restaurant in the future, cookbooks, uh, apps, or things like that. Mm. I like, point being is I, I, I want to be around for a long time with the same idea. But there we are. That is me. Wow. So inspiring. I need water. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wow. I, it's so interesting to hear your story. Thank and you. I really love how you like really want to make it easy and like fast. I feel like, I think especially in Singapore, like um, people are very like, um, I'm not, not to say impatient, but they want things efficient. They want things convenient. Um, when you think about vegan, they think about so many shops that they can't eat at mm. or like so many things that they can't um, enjoy like if you go to a barbecue like, they're all grilling meat then you're like the only vegan and it's just quite um, inconvenient as a lot of people would think um, even I now would think it, it is kind of inconvenient because my whole like household eats meat so yeah like making it simple and making it like less than 20 minutes like I feel like maybe I should jump back on this train yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, definitely. Like, um, I mean, for me, it's um, it's a case of I love obviously making long recipes. I love cooking to the extent of mm. I'd love to make a roast dinner or like I've made a lasagna before on my page recently. Mm. And although mm. that's not fully twenty minutes, it's like a sort of showstopper recipe that people ask for. So I thought I'd make it. Mm -hmm. But point point is, is that nine times out of ten, we are making quick food. We do need things done in a flash. Um, not necessarily uh, it is because we are kind of impatient as people because no, like for example Christian uh, you you're studying as well um, aren't you? I, I'm actually not I'm not actually oh you're not I'm on a oh, gap year yeah but I will be uh, studying next year next year I will well, be studying when you do study or even like then you are revising in the morning you have a like a, an hour maximum for lunch and then yeah. you have like to revise again then dinner and then point being is that you're in a continuous uh uh mm. point where you're busy so you need yeah. things yeah. that sort of help you out yeah. uh, and that's that's kind of where mm. i come in yeah i think it's good because i think in like the food content like the food space or even in uh, the vegan food space there are a lot of creative vegan recipes like people use seitan vital beet gluten i think you've seen that but i feel like some of these recipes they mimic like meat very very well which is great but it's not very realistic to make it every day or to make it every week. It's like a very special occasion then you can spend the time creating something so complex. But I think your kind of recipes are those that people can eat every day. And it's just very approachable and uh, very realistic. La, like what a vegan actually eats. Like, very realistic, yeah. 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 And also, I try not to rely on um, a lot of meat alternatives. So we're very lucky because mm. I'm based in London. So at the moment, there are every brand is getting on um the meat alternative dairy alternative hype so for example yeah. i'm not sure if you have cadbury's we oh, have yeah. cadbury but yeah. yeah yeah we have cadbury so cadbury's have even just released their first uh, or releasing their first uh, plant-based bar in the uk really? okay um, that's crazy yeah, wow that is crazy so point being is that we're like um we're very lucky to have all these options however 
we can't necessarily rely on the like i don't want to necessarily rely on them all the time so i don't want to necessarily go okay here's vegan cream here's vegan uh chicken then add vegan bacon oh and then Mm. add vegan cheese and then serve that up with like uh vegan garlic bread or whatnot point being is that um i don't want to be that person because anyone can do that um, I want to use things that you yeah, may be yeah. able to get worldwide. So silken tofu is one mm, thing that I yeah. feel like. I feel like this lot... is one of your favorite ingredients. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Because it's just like a, it's a, it's a brilliant thing because it's low in fat, it's high in protein. And if you blend it at the right sort of with a blender yeah, um, yeah. and you add the right flavors, it can be wonderful. So like, it can make a nice, obviously creamy sauce, which I do a lot. Um, I've used it to make quesos, omelets. Uh, I've used it to make uh, chocolate mousse. Mm, yeah. So I've I've used it to make a lot of things and it works to a T and it's so weird, but it's just a wonderful little block. And for me, I know deep down that like a lot of people, um, whether it be in your, it be in supermarkets most likely, but you can definitely get it yeah. no matter what. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, that's, that's the kind of uh, the, the aims as well. I feel like, the vegan scene where you are in London and I mean in Singapore and Malaysia is just so like I think one of the things that I wish I want to do is like one day I want to like travel to UK where like every restaurant I mean I heard that like every restaurant you go to there's a vegan there's like a vegan dish you can order and like all those kind of things and I feel like wow it's just so easy to be vegan yeah I mean it obviously we have like places that are bad uh, but yeah. there are there are really there are really good places um and i feel like we're at a point luckily where um what we call the high street chains or nationwide chains mm-hmm. um are now offering a good vegan option that you can get so for example we have um we have a pan asian cuisine restaurant called wagamama who um i, I hear you mention that a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah um but they have uh they've recently made their menu 50 percent plant-based so they Ooh. have um they've offered like it's it's obviously not strict wholly traditional uh because they take different um cuisines from like different uh parts of asian uh, mm. cuisine so for example they've got like a thai dish they've got pad thai mm. uh, they've got um they've got like katsu curries and whatnot and they just sort of combine everything um but point being is that um it's the intention so like yeah. it's the fact that they're actually uh on the way uh what's the food scene like in singapore then the food scene the food scene as in like the vegan food scene right uh just in yeah i mean in general what's it like being vegan like if you eat out like specifically vegan like restaurants or vegan options um it is actually more expensive uh yeah like because they actually just replace the meat with the vegan alternative right so I forgot what's the the names of the the mock meat, um. But yeah, but when I was vegan, like I think two years ago, or what, a year ago, like I normally cook for myself, so I just buy like vegetables or like beans. So in terms of like being vegan and like being able to cook at home, um, it's definitely cheaper and yeah, it's definitely cheaper, but it's not convenient. Like whenever I go out with my friends, um, I would just eat like carbs, like fries or like a salad. Um, so it's not really like affordable and not very um well. Like not many people are vegan. Mm. That yeah, I think not many people are vegan now. Maybe like vegetarian. Okay. They're more like um, they're more like heard of like vegetarian options, but not really vegan. But it is like slowly growing but still at a very slow pace yeah that makes sense that makes sense um but yeah it's, it, I, I feel somewhat lucky in a way because like that's why um, it, i mean it's it's somewhat brilliant to be part of like a growing like food scene but at the same time i do mm-hmm. want to also travel and sort of try um where sort of things come from so for example i do want to go to um i do want to go to asia um mm-hmm. obviously uh once uh coronavirus yeah. has sorted itself out um but so you, um you've never oh, you've yes, never sorry. traveled out of like have you traveled to asia anywhere yeah. in asia before uh do you know what i haven't oh i haven't no so okay. i've never been to asia i haven't been to australia 
Um, I haven't been to Bali, which is a very typical vegan thing to do. So a lot oh, of vegans. Really? So, yeah, so it's a very uh, Western thing. For some reason, a lot of, uh, well, uh, a lot of people who are into yoga and meditation and uh, uh, yeah. veganism as well and fitness, uh, they tend to go out to Bali um, in Indonesia to um to sort of have a retreat so a lot mm, of people yeah, yeah. arrange retreats and um they go out there and um uh retreat and then they fly <laughs> home go for it kelly i'm so sorry oh. i actually wanted to mute myself i raised my hand i'm <laughs> sorry that's all right, that's all right. Uh, do you know what that's actually that's brilliant so i can do that as well I oh, have yeah, something yeah, to yeah, yeah. it's got cool. a cool function that's so funny Oh. Uh, UK, I want to go there too. One yeah, day. I think we've only ever been to, we've only travelled within Malaysia and Singapore, which is very close. To be honest, Singapore and Malaysia doesn't really feel like two different countries. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it is, but like, it's very common for Malaysians to have family in Singapore, for Malaysians to live in Malaysia but work in Singapore, that kind of thing. Right. And then the culture is more or less the same, the language. So it's like, okay. it doesn't feel like you're in another country, but you are la. Yeah. But and I think... The currency the is different. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the currency language. is so different. It's the language. Language-wise, um, Singaporeans actually speak more English. Like, yeah, they speak a lot more English. Like, people do learn Chinese. Like, English and Chinese are the main languages. But in Malaysia, it's like, really mixed. Yeah, it's really mixed. Depending, depending on where you go. Sometimes you hear Mandarin, sometimes... Cantonese, which is which is like a a dialect, dialect in Chinese, yeah, different dialects. Yeah. Then there's Malay. Then if you go to certain parts, they they speak more English. So it really depends where you go. Yeah, and then there's Indian also lah. But I feel like that is more within the Indian community. But for us, like Chinese, we learn Malay and things like that. Is it our national language? <laughs> yeah, our national language is wait, Malay. Wait, wait. Oh, Malaysian national language is Malay. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> The national language of England, I think it is English. I could be wrong. But... <laughs> you could, you could be wrong. You could be wrong. We are, we are so lazy as a country, and and we're great. Don't get me wrong, but when we travel, or when I travel, uh, for example, I went to Spain recently. I didn't talk about it at all on Instagram, even though I posted like five or six posts about my holiday <laughs> and and did a, a whole whole story about the holiday didn't post about it at all haven't talked about it at all um but um when i went out there spoke english the whole way through didn't have to use any spanish um and maybe Mm. i had to speak a bit slower whereas over here if it was um if a spanish person fully uh, fluent spanish came over to england it would be a lot harder for them they would have to try Mm. and speak broken english because we just wouldn't bother Mm. to go um speak spanish we would just go oh, hola or uh donde esta mm. and then that would be it uh, but yeah i feel like uh that's quite lucky in terms of english is quite universal yeah yeah mm. yeah english is but they say mandarin is coming up though like mandarin is another important language <laughs> mandarin's coming up you know it's coming yeah. up it's, it's trendy it's, give it give it five years it's gonna be it's gonna be oh. <laughs> who knows but tell us about like your recent travels how has it been because Oh. Here in Malaysia, right, COVID is still um very big. I think many people are getting vaccinated already. I actually just got my first shot this Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. And then in Singapore, um, it was it was okay, right? But then there was an outbreak. Uh, I I would say like I think we handled it quite well. Like the government really like takes care of their the people that lives in the country. So recently, there has been a spike. Because like people are getting vaccinated, but the like economy still has to uh, run, still has to open. So the restrictions aren't so like strict, but the government is always changing their like their their rules and like what you can do, what you can't do. So it's a bit confusing. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's been an increase in like people getting COVID. Um, I think due to like uh just like people going out. But also because we are trying to um, have the mindset of being endemic. So I feel like it's something that we all have to live with um, and like get through. Yeah, it's like the whole world deals with it. Yeah. That's, that's, that makes sense. Um, so in the UK, we had a bit of, um, we've had, say, 
delays as well to when we could slowly get back to normal mm-hmm. um so one thing that's happened with us is that we had uh two lockdowns so we had one lockdown that was supposed to last uh, four weeks and this was back in march 2020 that didn't end that didn't end until i want to say early june 2020 or july even that's when it started and uh, then we had a grace period where it was slowly getting back to normal so restaurants were open we still had to wear face masks and things like that um and then uh bars and whatnot opened and right when the bars and sort of pubs are starting to get opened and uh more things were happening uh we had a second spike so the cases rose again and then we had to shut down uh like again and lock lock down um and this was uh round about the end of december till uh february or mm-hmm. yeah it was february so we had that, another lockdown then and then we had uh, a vaccine rollout which in my opinion was really quick compared to other countries so we had um we had every vaccine i think available so we had astrocenter pfizer uh, mm-hmm. oxford i think was available there's another one which i'm not sure about but uh, i got the pfizer um oh, so i've had yeah. double va- i've been double vaccinated so according to travel laws at the moment that is uh, safe to travel with um providing that you have had um obviously um well a you've uh, had the double vaccine for at least two weeks mm-hmm. um and um you can also do what's called a pcr if you haven't been vaccinated mm-hmm. yeah and that is what you were going on about in the um uh, uh, last episode uh, the swab that goes up uh, your nose yeah. and they shove it in your mouth as well oh i had a bad experience Ooh. of that so <laughs> before i went to spain recently i must have got the worst or someone in a really bad mood because um i was like how are you she was like yeah good um i was like obviously you're busy she was like yeah we're, we're busy we're busy and then oh my god it was like <laughs> Uh, I mean, the audio listeners, everyone listening will probably go, what's he doing? But it was like being stabbed with a torpedo, but with a cotton bud on the end. So it was like, it was like, like that. So it was like, uh, she did the nose first. Uh, no, she did the mouth first. So she went one, two, three, four, then one, two, three, four, came out. I almost was, like vomited. I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, then, and then went up the nose. And then did that ten times. Uh, I thought, okay. So many and times. Went, the, yeah, and then the other nostril as well. And I thought, oh, I said, oh, I thought it was only one. She went, no, it's both. I was like, okay. And then um, I came out just with like crying. Like I just like I, I just uh, wasn't. Um, uh, I just uh, it was just uh, a fun, uh, an insane experience. But um, yeah, um, that it needs to be done if you are able to travel mm-hmm. safely obviously because then mm-hmm. they know they've done a thorough examination that you haven't got coronavirus um but yeah uh traveling was absolutely fine um mm-hmm. uh, in fact it's probably like it's just more you've got to have your uh, awareness about you yeah. in other countries uh, or the countries i went to so that was spain and ireland they still had curfews so mm-hmm. um in the UK, we're, we're literally back to normal, no restrictions. But in um, in Ireland and Spain, they had curfews. So all pubs and bars and restaurants would have to close at 12 a.m. Mm, uh, and then from then, you can go. So there were no people having nights out, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, mm. Yeah, um, that's that was the situation. It's pretty. It was pretty OK. I felt mm-hmm. pretty safe. Um, and yeah, I obviously put trust in the system. And um, yeah, it was all good. Yeah. It was all good. I mean, the thing... I mean, with social media, we can see what's going on in other parts of the world. And, like, I always see people in the UK, like, walking with their masks off. And then I'm just like, how, like, like we are yeah, still so far away I, from um, it. I just feel like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I um, I feel like uh, sort of naughty when I don't have a mask. Um, so <laughs> they, they say, it's funny, they say it's a personal choice now if you want to wear a face mask. Um, Personally, for me, I feel like you still need them in terms of situations like, so they advise you to wear it on public transport and oh, yeah. um, some form of a crowded space. So if a place is crowded, wear a mask. Like for me, I still wear a face mask if I'm going to the supermarket. Um, and I just continue to do that just because I feel like um, better being safe than sorry. It's like uh, yeah. it's like wearing gloves uh, and it's still chilly outside. But like, you know, when people don't wear gloves and it's really freezing, it's a bit like that. 
you don't want to you don't want to get cold so, sorry you know i've been done with each other yeah oh my yeah, god yeah yeah, yeah we the temperature talking, <gasps> yeah we were the talking about this must be yeah. insane yeah i mean we were talking about this in the last episode i don't know whether you remember but we were talking about the sun because <laughs> i was saying that in the uk people like they love the sun when the sun is out then they want to go out and everything but to us right when the sun is out we just want to stay at home like yeah no i i understand and um i think uh, my uncle had a brother who lived out in singapore and he was saying there were points where, like, you just couldn't go outside because it was so hot. Yeah, and it yeah, was, yeah. Uh, And it's weird heat. It's like it's not like um sunshine with wind. It's like oh yeah, because of because you've got mass buildings and sort of things like that. It's a bit mm-hmm. like London, but um obviously, I mean, what's the temperature right now? We don't, don't know. Actually, <laughs> yeah, actually, we don't like look at the temperature. Like I feel like people in the UK they will check how like what degree is it. But in Malaysia, we yeah. don't. It's just always quite hot. We 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 is have it... like two kinds of weathers. It's either hot and humid, or it's like monsoon, like it's raining like twenty four seven. We just have Fair those enough. kind of two weathers. Is it Fahrenheit you guys use? We use uh, Celsius. Celsius. Oh yes. Yes, I love Wait, Celsius. You? Oh, you're Celsius um, too. Yeah. I'm a Celsius. I don't get Fahrenheit. Like when it says, yeah. "Oh, it's 82 degrees," you're like, "What? How is it? How is <laughs> it that But the people actually use that. Yeah, in, in America. UK? No, oh, not yeah, in the UK. Okay. In America, because we were yeah. the British <laughs> were in Malaysia. <laughs> was in Malaysia. Oh, I yeah, see. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, have no I, remember. I have no idea about the um the trauma of what happened in terms of like country takeover and whatnot but um but i'm nice so that's <laughs> okay. Okay. to get back the the weather today the degree was 27 in the morning oh, oh okay yeah, and what's it that, that's oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. that's okay now, yeah, yeah for us, now it's it shows like 30 <laughs> yeah. now it's 30 yeah so that's yeah. like oh summer um, yeah wow that's mad I want to go to UK too. Eventually, I think uh, I I definitely don't welcome you guys and show you the good places and whatnot. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm um... just like, yeah, so glad that through. I feel like through what I have been doing, like content creation, like I've met so many people all over the world. Like not physically met lah, but get to know them like via social mm. media, and it's just like so cool. Yeah. But that's what I'm like. I am. Um, I was a fan of it. So when you actually um, go from say watching people online to having conversations, and you're in completely different parts of the world, it's mm-hmm. insane. So yeah. when I went out to um, Spain, I met two bloggers that I met from social media, and I met quite a few others from social media, and it was just like all these people have the same interests, but <laughs> we're on different sides of the world yeah. and we're yeah. sort of doing different things and we've got different lives and like we're meeting different people or like we go out at this time and whatnot. But it's uh, it's it's mental to me that this all came from this, like <laughs> a phone. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that. Oh. Yeah, I do that quite often. <laughs> I, must, I mean, I, I do it without anyone realising. I go... But what what have you been doing recently? That is a good question. Besides that, um, I have been cooking a lot. Um, A bit like Kristen, I've been trying to make you videos. I've been, um, uh, I've got quite a few projects coming up. One um, in particular that I'm very excited about that I can't give details for. But when it (laughs) does happen, that is like every content creator ever. So annoying. I hate being that person. <laughs> I honestly, do you know what? When people go, I've got something exciting coming up. And usually, and I love content grades, nine times out of 10, it's not that exciting. It, it genuinely isn't. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm collaborating with this uh, water company. You're like, oh, that's great. I don't care. Uh, um, but no, this, this is genuinely exciting. Um, to say the least, and uh, yeah, I've got. I'm working on that, and I uh, I'm just sort of enjoying creating content. And um, mm. obviously, I've had like a few brand things come up that help my uh, that well help me make money. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, and yeah, um, I just um, just sort of enjoying life um, mm. and working out as well, and uh, going to see friends, just relaxing. How about yourself? Um, forgot. Maybe I can go first. Yeah. Um, my day today is pretty 
normal because I work a nine to seven. So I'm always like, and I'm working from home now. So like there are like meetings, there are things to do, um, like clients to meet, a lot of meetings and like deadlines. Uh, just like the design industry in general. Um, so like, yeah, that's like most of my week. Then uh, after work, I normally like watch videos or like um, <laughs> do nothing. <laughs> like I just like really do nothing because I'm always staring at the screen like the whole day. Yeah. Or yeah. Um, or like going out for walks at night. Yeah, or, like exercising at night, which I do. Rarely, <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> occasionally, yeah. I meet friends, yeah. Cause in Singapore, things are more like uh not so strict. Like we can go out, but in like pairs of two, so we can still like go out and like I have dinners with friends or like even meet some of my friends who live nearby for lunch, which is like really oh, that's nice. Great, yeah. Mm. Cause like I sometimes I need like I need like a break from work as well. Yeah, it's just yeah. quite overwhelming like design and i'm sure like like design and like content creation because you're creating things and your mind just always like runs like oh what can i do more or, yes yes what yes. can be better <laughs> yeah it's yeah true. and like since as i mentioned um earlier to like Callum, i wanted to pursue a film like in high school i would um like direct some stuff or like be involved in like editing like i really enjoyed editing and photography so i also understand like the creative process and like content creation and like uh, making content in general like we all are kind of like in the same but different kind of industry but still like i think we all have like the desire to create things and to like um help people like as what keller mentioned about like um giving people like the like 20 minutes recipes to kind of like help them live like healthier or like give them like interesting like stuff eat <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, like... i am um, i'm with you like um i feel like um one thing i said earlier is like about the personality being one thing uh, that draws me to sort of cooking um mm. but one thing that draws me to general like generally a lot of art is, uh, or like um sort of creators in general um or creatives in general is um mm. if they're solving a problem and nine yeah, times yeah. out of ten the great ones are like um for example like um we're doing it in our own real ways if that makes sense yeah. and it can seem really simple but genuinely like the simple ideas are the best ones like the ones that just genuinely would uh not think about or you'd go out oh, like not many people want to know about that do they and you tend to find out that they actually do um like um for example like um i don't know if you guys have watched it in neither have i but squid game oh yeah of course yeah can, can you watch like, it i've i've watched yeah. it but i didn't really recommend my sister to watch it because i know she doesn't really uh like those like gory or like a bit yeah, yeah. Quite dark. i feel like i cannot i cannot I, I watched the trailer and i was scared <laughs> yeah like um i'll tell you what um another one was parasite um oh, that surprised so me so good but the the second i mean this is spoilers for those who haven't watched parasite watch parasite um just watch it um but it's one of those films that like obviously it changes within the second act mm. so like it changes like halfway through and it goes really scary suddenly and and then it goes gory and you're like <laughs> oh my god like did you guys find that surprising oh i i, I kind of like had a gist of it because I think before I watched it there was like some spoilers already so like wow. even for Squid Game I heard like it's quite gory so I was like mentally prepared but you just don't expect like the timing but it's just it's just, well, I just I love films and I think I also have like I enjoy like darker films because I feel like yeah. it's more realistic instead of those so, like love stories <laughs> I know, I'm with you. So, like, um, what would you say is some films that you've watched recently that you love that I may know? Uh, recently, I watched Dune. Oh, I'm I, not I sure. can't wait for Dune. It, it hasn't out came yet. out yet. Oh, so, but, um, have you read the book? No, but I've heard about the book being like an inspiration for like things mm. like Star Wars, Star Trek. Like, it's inspired like um, the whole space opera style of film, mm. and now it's finally out. 
Yeah. Uh, so was that good? I I didn't read the book, <laughs> so I yeah, went into like the movie, like not knowing what it is, and it is kind of confusing. But like the cinematography is really like so good. Like mm. yeah, like that's the way they film and the way they showcase the action and so stuff. The director Denise Villeneuve. Or his he did another film called Prisoners, which is brilliant. Um, and he did Sicario. He's done Arrival, which is brilliant. He's a brilliant director. He did the Blade Runner film, the last one. Oh. Uh, but he's he's a really good director in terms of like, uh, and uh, I think it might be the cinematographer as well he works with. But all the shots look so vast and um, like insane in terms of the yeah. uh, cinematography. Um, yeah, I'm a I'm a bit of a film geek, <laughs> as you may have gathered. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about films. We're just talking about whatever. Yeah, talking about films. Before that, talking about creatives. Yeah, and I think recently I've been just thinking um, whether, like, do I really want to be a landscape designer? And I look at, like, what my sister is doing or what, like, she's, like, creating content, sharing her life with people, it seems so like fun or even like other YouTubers that I watch. But I also understand like like the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, so like, like this is this is the other thing as well, is that not many um people realise um it's the consistency that you do need to put mm-hmm. out as well. So it's it's such a good idea in principle like making and this is why i want to do it because it is it is the dream it's making stuff you love and getting paid for it mm-hmm. um however much you make in the future it depends on obviously of your ideas and how big your ambition is and maybe how much time you devote to it yeah. um but point being is um when you do post say your first thing it doesn't necessarily do as well as what you think and it's yeah. about getting through that as well as that you have to deal with uh haters and mm. i'm very uh i'm very lucky in the sense of like if i uh and the only hate i've really ever got is if i um do a dish incorrectly and for that i feel like some it is warranted sometimes like for example um i once made a nasi goreng and mm. i didn't make it with any of the traditional ingredients and that mm. was my mistake uh, because i then got hounded uh, by people <laughs> in the comments oh, no. and shares say, saying this is not how you make a nasi goreng please change mm. it. it is not it is not the traditional and it's like i i right on the one hand i totally value the opinion of people when mm. uh, i'm sort of in the wrong but on the other hand you wouldn't come to me for traditional indonesian mm-hmm. cuisine yeah. yeah but what i will do is make sure i marry the two and make sure both ends are happy and i guess um yeah. some people can get really put off by that but for me it's mm. just i sort of knew that before starting yeah, um yeah. how about yourself Kristen? do you get like uh negativity things like that i'm surprised if you do actually i i actually rarely do um yeah actually i rarely do but there was actually one time it was also the same experience as you um because i'm um, also about like not doing a recipe correctly because in Malaysia, right, we have like Malay, Chinese, Indian. I think we have more than that, but those are the three main races. So I Mm. grew up eating a lot of Indian food. But the thing is, Indian food is so vast, especially like from South India, North India, that kind of India. And Malaysian Indian food is very different. Like our... Our food is all like mixed together already because Chinese, Malay, Indian, we're all together. So our food is very different. And so I remember I posted this dal recipe and it was a recipe I learned from my Indian friend's mom so I posted it but I it was on TikTok that I got a lot of like I want to say it's hate but people 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 were like please do your research first you know like like do your research before posting this recipe you did it all wrong um like all all of these things are and I think the struggle is really true that I think nowadays as recipe content creators people do hold us to a standard of like if you want to do a recipe you make sure you do it right that kind of thing obviously yeah. I do agree with you like how you said that people should know that you are not the type to do traditional recipes like mm. as in yeah yeah that kind of thing i think it's i think it's balance as well it's like i'm not the guy but at the same time if i am stepping into that pool i need to make sure i i can swim does that make sense <laughs> okay yeah, um, yeah 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 that makes sense yeah, yeah. um yeah. but like um i think i feel like as well a lot of people um like it's it's about getting your voice heard really so like um 
sometimes it's just it's sort of um respecting that and sometimes mm. going do you know what um whether it be negative or positive people do like to be heard and responded to so um it's just a case of uh, understanding that and maybe going and it's up to you if you take that advice on um like for example there's a content creator i know i won't say their name but like uh they get um dms from like one person who sends voice notes or maybe paragraphs on how to do a dish a certain way mm-hmm. and oh, no. they have to just they have to go like that's great and sort of understand if they're going to take that advice further mm-hmm. on but um where am i getting at the point being is that um it's 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 really great to obviously get uh, feedback from people in that way where it be negative or positive but um at the same time we we can only do our best like yeah we're, yeah that's true. Uh, we're taking we're taking food that we know from our experiences and putting it out there and it, yeah um yeah. nine times out of ten it won't be the wholly traditional thing but at the same time uh, yeah. we do our best it's like yeah. for example when i see uh, jamie oliver getting uh, critiqued <laughs> from uh, uncle roger yeah it's like uh, it's like jamie, jamie's only trying his best uncle roger please <laughs> yeah. uncle roger's like he's not putting the chili jam in the rice <laughs> i won't yeah. do the accent i'll be, a, yeah, that was, be afraid was, really yeah no, that was that was a that was a a, a steep step but a yeah. point being you wouldn't necessarily go to jamie oliver for traditional egg fried rice you'd go to um like a di- um you probably go to like uh for me i'd probably go to like shay george or yourself mm-hmm. or like a, a different asian content creator I, I don't know many asian content creators i should really improve my list um <laughs> oh i know oh who's the guy um who who lee do you know him no he's the american he's american asian he's like you're gonna watch me cook and then like he's not vegan but like um he's pretty cool no i think Um, yeah but i need to improve in terms of like uh, finding more people that's why i like that's why i like tiktok and instagram because you just continuously yeah yeah yeah. but like i really like what do you see really resonates with all that i feel like sometimes it's very difficult I feel like I actually do feel pressured all the time. Like, I need to make sure my recipes are authentic and like, I don't do anything wrong. And I feel like that can be very stressful. But a lot of the times, I also just want to share, like, of course, food that I grew up eating, of course, Malaysian food would be more comfortable for me. But, like, what about foods from maybe other cultures that I am very familiar with also? But perhaps my recipe is not the most authentic, not the, not the best. However, it is still, like, something that I've always made and I still want, like, it's a dish that people can make. So I feel like, Nowadays, we have to tell people, like, oh, it's not authentic, but this is just the way that I do it, that kind of thing. We have to, like, yeah. kind of give disclaimer, la. then people will be, like, a bit more, okay, you know, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, I've, um, I had, um, like, TikTok's one, for example, because the content's so quick and in your face, um, someone went, uh, I did a pea, peas on toast. So I, I saw made... that, I saw that. I thought that was a really good idea, you know. Yeah, it's honestly really nice, but um, I took uh, frozen peas, I boiled them, and I just blitzed it into sort of guacamole. Um, but um, I had a comment that said, do you boil the peas? And I just responded with, did you watch the video? Because <laughs> in the first second, I think it's the first second I go, what if we took peas, we boiled them? <laughs> and like, sometimes people just don't read and people don't read the comments sometimes but yeah, yeah i feel like the best you the best you can do is sort of make a statement and say mm. okay look hands up this isn't the wholly uh most authentic way to make this dish it's my way of making the dish it tastes really nice if you like that then go for it yeah um but yeah that's that's my opinion of the matter <laughs> well, i feel like sometimes people are a bit too sensitive yeah about all these things but also like um appreciate y'all content creators for even like trying to be respectful um to different cultures and i feel like when you do that you're also educating yourself for your own like for for your own self you know yeah definitely like i feel like it is important to obviously get um like criticism as well as like positive feedback um because otherwise you don't improve you genuinely don't because, like, for example, if I didn't get any of that, I would think I'm the best chef in the world. But I'm not. I really know I'm not as well, because I see what's out there, and I'm like, God, like, if I was making, say, a Malaysian dish, you, like, and I was facing off against Kristen, you would go to Kristen's side, because her dish is probably yeah, going to be yeah. so much nicer tasting. Um, and, like, 
I'm fine with that. And um, I guess for me, it's up to it's up to me to then go, okay, Callum, do you improve and go and try and make dishes like that um, in a way that you can see taste and make it nice, or do you uh, or do you just go, oh, do you know what? Yeah, forget what people say. I, I'm just gonna. Uh, mm-hmm. do do whatever i want and some like the, both attitudes can sort of work out but i feel like it's it's important to keep improving and learning yeah i feel like that relates me as well like i think what i i got out from it, maybe i can like summarize like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. kelly's yeah. so good at summarizing uh, hey, don't, put, don't put the pressure on me to make a good summary but i feel like <laughs> in in general um like what we've talked about recently was how um we as people, like whatever we're doing, we have the the goal or like the vision to always do our best. And I think like even when you talk about food, it's like and the recipes that you create, you are like sharing your experience with the food, and your experience differs from someone else's experience. Yeah. Um, like even for me, like in in my field of work, like criticism or like or like um critique is very important for us to con- continually grow and to like gain more knowledge and always continue learning because we like we all don't know everything even though sometimes <laughs> we might think we do but yeah in the end like there's so much that we don't know and that's what that that keeps life interesting mm. and like i think as we are like naturally curious we would want to learn about like different cultures different like ways of design um and yeah like even though we might get like um like hate for it or like people look down on us or whatever but we're all just like trying our best so yeah encouragement for all of us or for (laughs) me to like not be so hard on ourselves yeah that's something that i've been reminding myself that's so that is actually so true um, it's like um, you kind of uh, you gotta make sure it doesn't defeat your character, I guess, mm, um, yeah. or like uh, dampen your spirits. And um, I guess you kind of have to relate to why you did it in the first place, and you gotta make yeah. sure that you still love it, um, because that can easily derail your and demotivate you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's always important to keep going. Uh, forget what people say uh, as and don't take it as seriously as say you have to run your life by it, but take it with yeah. a pinch of salt that's like a saying i don't know if it's a yeah. british thing or one that yeah, i picked no, up it, take it with yeah. a pinch of salt Just, yeah uh, any last words <laughs> oh wow yeah because uh, i didn't realize how like we, we've been chatting for a good while yeah, um yeah. i would say i don't know uh well we can uh i would say um this would be a nice way to close um you guys are doing brilliantly um and Kristen, uh, as well as Kelly, I mean, I've got to know you more, Kelly, throughout this conversation. Yeah, I feel um, like, sorry, I feel like you guys are, like, best friends now. We'll geek out on films. I'm going to be like, all right, so just watch this. This is really good. Oh, you should watch this and whatnot. Um, but, yeah, I feel like you guys are, um, are, real, uh, are really doing something uh, nice with this podcast. And that's like... Um, Obviously, Kristen, you're bringing in like foodies like myself and um, sort of uh, bringing the audience in in that perspective. But um, it's nice to talk about different things or sort of expand on what we talk about that we don't necessarily put on 60 second videos or 10 minute videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, um, it's nice to just talk about life. And uh, yeah, yeah, you guys are doing a brilliant job. And um, I really hope because this is like the seventh episode. Is that right? Yes. Whoa, you really know your stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I research. I like. I say this on everything I do. I research before I get on because there's nothing worse than being caught out or going uh, uh, or like uh, sort of freezing under pressure. Uh, I do my research and make sure that I know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, um, I hope to see 120. Um, or like oh, 400 man. i want to i want to keep it going keep it going because it's it's a nice thing that what you're doing and um i bet it really breaks up sort of uh, your day and uh, makes you sort of relax in a way or or like um you kind of empathize with it because like we we're all busy and we all got lives mm-hmm. and like yeah. uh, it's just nice to sort of um unwind and just chat to your sister yeah. sort of go out yeah. even to like up. friends yeah, yeah even to friends like myself yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah keep yeah. going with it um and Kristen, I'm like a little, uh, bro- a big brother, if you will. But I- I'm proud of what you've done, and like you've, oh, you've you smashed you. in the content. So keep, keep going with it. Um, and Kelly, if you do make films, 
Get me in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll okay. see about that. We'll see yeah. about that. Yeah, but I really um I really appreciate what you said. It's true. I think that's the reason why I started this podcast and also my YouTube where I post more vlogs. It's like we can talk more about life and talk more about ourselves and things instead of just food. Yeah. Mm. But before we end, do you wanna like like let our listeners know where they can find you in case you Oh know, yeah. Um so here's club, my home here's my home address. And you can find me here. No, um, so I I do this funny thing where I pick up a plug, and that is my that is my plug. If so, here you are. There's my plug. You can see there. I'm holding a plug. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's my plug. Um, for the listeners at home, I'm holding uh, a plug that you plug <laughs> into the wall to get electric, uh, and that is me plugging. Right, get on with it, Callum. Okay, um, you can find me on. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just put "Made by Blitz," mm-hmm. and you should find me pretty quickly. Uh, Blitz is spelled B-L-I-T-Z, um, and, or Z if you're in any other part of the world apart from Britain. Um, and um, yeah, uh, I make obviously recipes when I can. Um, I do them pretty much on weekdays and on weekends. I tend to relax a bit, mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, I just enjoy um, social media. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, and yeah, hope you hope you enjoyed me waffling on this podcast <laughs> and uh, inviting myself. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, we'll put all the links in like the show notes, not not the show notes, the description, so that you guys can go yeah. and just quickly go and follow him. Um, something I want to quickly mention is that if you have um, Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating and a review if you'd like. Five stars. Five stars. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you'd like. Put, put, Put five stars. The goal is to get. Oh, how many ratings are you at at the moment? I'm not sure. I haven't checked. I, I, I but... think I checked a few days ago. We're at zero. <laughs> we don't have. Oh, any... get, them, yeah. get them to ten five stars after this. <laughs> right. If you yeah. made it to the end, thank you. Um, and I hope I didn't drown out your eardrums. But uh, get them to ten five star reviews, and then we'll start from there. <laughs> thank you so much for initiating, Callum. It was so nice to have you on the podcast. Oh, that's alright. Thank you guys so much for listening. Always remember that somebody loves you, and you'll hear from us soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.